that was uh, Mariana Kaplan. Uh, Phil, how, how did you first uh, meet her? Well, um, like a lot of people we've had on the show, when I was researching American Veda, um, part of that was, uh, you know, I'd run into people who had uh, written books or had written articles about certain subjects that were relevant, and I would delve into it. And some, in some cases, I would interview them, meet them in person, and so forth. Mariana was one of those. I respected what she had to say about the guru uh, world, which was, you know, has been very controversial over over a long period of time here in the West. She had a very balanced and sophisticated uh, take on it. And uh, after that, you know, I met her in person and sort of um, got to uh, got to keep an eye on her work over over time, and I respect it a lot. Let Let's talk about gurus for a minute, because that that comes up a lot in. You know, from my, my experience, I've met people that have had good and bad experiences in the West with gurus and people that have gone to India and have had good and bad experiences with gurus. She seems to be of a mind that it's more difficult to find a good guru and be comfortable with that guru-disciple relationship, I guess, in the West than it is for somebody who actually comes from the from India, and I, 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 I guess I could say China, Thailand, and all, but I'll stick with India, and uh, somebody who comes from there and actually finds a guru there. But they, they, it seems controversial everywhere. Yes. Well, it would be, Why? because you know, you're, do, you're dealing with issues of authority. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with issues of you know, what psychologists would call projection, of you know, people projecting onto a guru's levels of uh, imagine perfection, so which sets you up for dis- disappointment. You're dealing with individual differences, not only among gurus, some of whom are wonderful human beings, some of whom are charlatans, some of whom, you know, and they're different, many different personalities. And you're also dealing with a lot of variables with the students, some of whom come, you know, wanting somebody to worship and somebody to tell them exactly how to live their lives and other people coming to gurus just because they want to learn something practical uh, and and everybody has his or her own baggage so it's a very complicated situation and when you get into a, a an intimate relationship it, it's it's as fraught with you know the possibilities of greatness and and of not so greatness like a marriage or Right, right, right. Yeah, yes. And, and, and I also think that, and I've heard a lot of people make this distinction, where they say, you know, the guru turned out being not necessarily what they would have defined as enlightened or a right. perfect, but at the same time they felt, you know, but at the same time I learned a lot from them. I got a lot of good guidance. I got some great spiritual techniques. Uh, right. And, you know, so that's part of discernment, I think. Yeah, that's part of the discernment, and her use of that term and her writing about it is very important because people often have given up their discernment in this, you know, uh, based on their own need to 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 sort of give up their own authority uh, to somebody who, like a parent, will tell them everything they need to know and guide their lives. Well. 
sometimes it doesn't work out for the best in, when you, you, if you become too dependent on that. But the mature people, the ones I've interviewed, uh, are people who might go through a phase like that and maybe become disillusioned, but they take it as a, a learning experience right. and they come out much more uh, self-sufficient right. and uh, you know don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. Right. The, the, along this, along these lines about the, because this is a subject that uh, we come across often in when we talk about contemporary spirituality, and a lot of what we talk about has to do with Eastern spirituality or originating from there. I've also met people who I would call guru dependent. They go with a guru and then they get disillusioned or whatever. And then they yeah. go to another, they can't be without a guru or, and then there's the other type of personality. Maybe these are personality types that's got to know, that wants as many gurus as possible at any given time has to really <laughs> kind of hedge their bet, you know, by having, a, you know, a five or six people they feel they're disciples of. Guru promiscuity. Guru promiscuity. <laughs> Yeah, what did she call it? Spiritual, uh, a spiritually, a spiritual. spiritual bypassing is what she talked about, but that's a kind of a different issue. Mm-hmm. But then there's a third type, Dennis. There's there's people who will refuse to have anything to do with gurus, right? Uh, and you could take that to an extreme where you know you you want, you're you'd become so diluted with your own self sufficiency that you you're not open to guidance or right, right. you know somebody who might know more than you do about right. something. When we interviewed Zach Leary recently, uh, he talked when he talked about his father Timothy Leary, how Timothy Leary was different than uh, uh, Richard Alpert, you know Bob Ramdas, because uh, Timothy Leary was very from childhood anti-authoritarian and yeah. did not get his head around a guru. Right. And, and, you know, it's just good reason to be skeptical and good reason to be, uh, to withhold that, that uh, sense of surrender and trust that is often expected of people in a guru-devotee uh, relationship. You know, that's a bridge too far for many people to go in terms of, you know, trust. On the other hand, you, you can go so far in the direction of trust that you become dependent and give up your own uh, authority. So it's a balancing act that everybody has to work out on their own. And I think one of the reasons I asked uh, Mariana if there's been a change in the years since she's been following this is I think people in the West are much less vulnerable to those extremes than many of us were in the 60s and 70s when it was all so new. You know, there's been a lot of uh, water under those bridges, and people, I think, are more, more uh, well, more discerning. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the other uh, points that Mariana brought up that I found very interesting was when I asked her about if somebody she has for uh, as a, doing psychotherapy with, uh, where she's a counselor for if one of those people's asked, you know, what spiritual advice, uh, what, how can I get on a spiritual path? What can I do? She talked about meditation and uh, how yeah. it might be uh, tailored to the particular individual. But the other thing she said, and this is the point that I thought of great interest, was that she said, you know, mindfulness meditation is everywhere now. So I guess that yeah. at this point, and, you know, this is 2016, uh, uh, for the last few years, it seems like uh, when you hear about meditation, it's always associated with mindfulness. How did that come about? And do you think that 
it, something else will take its place. And- I don't know. We've we've discussed this before. You know, I, I you know if you've been around a while, you see I see what's happening with mindfulness, similar to what's happening with hatha yoga, with po- or postural yoga, as people call mm-hmm. it, physical yoga, uh, recapitulating what happened in the '60s and '70s with meditation. I mean, when you and I were involved with teaching TM. Uh, it was so big, so famous that you know people uh, imitated it, people copied it, people ripped it off essentially, mm-hmm. you know, and created uh, you know all kinds of forms of meditation, essentially making it more secular, at least in appearance. But you know, the question is. When you do that, what do you lose? What do you distort? And now mindfulness it has become a, a, a catch-all household word. Right. And I think there's and 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 it you know it comes from you know a venerable Buddhist tradition of a certain type of uh, mental practice, or more than one type of mental practice. You know, mindfulness is now a catch-all phrase for a lot of different things. But, you know, Vipassana meditation and certain attention-oriented uh, practices from the Buddhist tradition have been secularized. So the question is, are, is anything being lost in that, uh, in that transition um, that's as it was with uh, meditation in the past? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, who knows what's going to be Right, next, right. So. It's, a, it's a, uh, When we interviewed Paul Mills, who's the... He's a professor at uh, University of California in San Diego and also heads up uh, Dr. Chober's Research Institute in, in I think, Carlsbad, California. He, he, I, I think what he said was the Dalai Lama endorsed at least some form of mindfulness meditation. And then there, were a, there was a group that got behind it and has done a lot of uh, research. On it, so yeah, there's been research on 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 a lot of different forms of meditation mm-hmm. that come out of the Buddhist tradition. The Tibetan forms are different from the what we think of as uh, insight meditation or mindfulness, but there's a lot of overlap. So th- these things are complicated, and what people read in the popular press, or you know, when they uh, Google mindfulness and and get a guided meditation or something, you know. It, it doesn't give you the whole picture. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Well, uh, we'll uh, keep our listeners up to date. Our our focus is contemporary spirituality, and if it's contemporary, uh, it can, it, it'll change over time. And we'll try to keep right. everybody up to date on that. And please be in touch with us. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, and what you'd like to hear from us, or what type of guests you'd like us to have in the future. So. Phil, uh, until next time. Okay. Uh, All right, Dennis. Uh, happy sailing. All right. Over Take care.